She's trying to be seductive. There are dogs on both sides of this hangout today. Yeah. Although Indy, Indy barks and Sparta just like shakes uncontrollably. <laughs> Indy ah! just moves the entire table. Oh. Indy just moves the entire table. Oh, God. <laughs> be oh. Andrea, Sparta's actually a vegan dog. Yay! Why are you shaking and looking at me here? So she's excited we started the hangout. Hello, internet. What's going on? We're on limited time because this is going to freeze at any moment. In the library, romance book club, dog lovers, dog babysitters and owners. And this month we're going to discuss Pride and Prejudice, but remixed. So it's called Pride. Right. Ibby's a boy. And also, happy anniversary, bitches. Yay! Is that your second banana today? No, I saw you eat a banana. No boyfriend's a lot on the hangout. Okay, so this one, the pick was the shies. So, Tasha, why did you pick this? Why'd you pick this? Because the first book I chose was shitty. No, it wasn't. <laughs> it was so bad. I started reading it, and like five chapters into it, I was just so irritated, and I was pissed at having to read it that finally I chatted Christina and Andrea, and I was like, hey, guys, this book sucks. I don't want to read this for Hangout. I don't think I, any of us should have to read it for Hangout. <laughs> And I was like, I need recommendations. Made an executive decision. Exactly. We pulled the plug on this thing because it was like <clears throat> anti, not, I don't know if, what the final purpose of that book was, but it was coming off as very like anti-bisexual black man. Mm -hmm. And it was like pissing me off. And I didn't feel like dedicating time to reading a book and waiting to decide whether that was or was not the final sentiment in the book because it had a lot of bad vibes at the beginning and it pissed me off. So I was chatting with Christine and Andrea and I was like, hey guys, I need another book recommendation because my well runneth dry. And among many suggestions that appeared in the Only Lovers chat was uh, Pride by E.B. Zaboy. And I was like, what's that about? We all returned it, but it has this cover. It's pretty yeah. cool. Very pretty. Oh, we got it from the library and we, we returned it. We all read it. <laughs> no support, support your local libraries. Mm. But so I was like, what's this about? And the words, Afro-Caribbean oh. retelling of pride and prejudice came out. And I was like, oh, fuck yes! Pride and prejudice and melanin. That's literally, <laughs> that's literally all it took to convince me. I was like, ah, yes. And then immediately went to the library and got it. So, because this is your pick, so we read it, and then we're going to give our general impressions, spoilerific review, and then you're going to have some you questions. You can't give spoilers I know, to a but, book that's but a retelling you know, of... <laughs> Spoiler alert, there's pride and there's prejudice. You know what, you're right. But still, like some people, some somebody might watch this and be like, I just want to know what you think. So, like... Spoiler alert. People we'll talk are people are <laughs> I for a minute doubted it. Spoiler like, alert. People are judgmental. Wow. I wrote some okay. questions so, on my Oh wow, wow, wow. I took no note. 
But I did have a lot of conversations with Andrea about it. Well, these are so, these are just uh, questions. We'll go round table. Indy's really mad at the guinea pigs right now. Oh, come on! Because they're because they're not friends or food. Well, just, we just got them yesterday, so he's not used yet. What are these things? Are you snacky? The coffee. The coffee from Canada is right in front of the spice rack. Hey, can you bring me some? If it's water? not there, then check uh, under the sink. If it's not there, then check. Uh, there it is. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Good job, baby. Also, your ass looking fat. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. Read the Goodreads summary. Yeah. Okay. Pride and Prejudice gets remixed in this smart, funny, gorgeous retelling of the classic. Starring all characters of color. Starring all characters. Oh my God. My, my brain. Starring all characters of color. Oh my gosh. From Iggy the Boy National Book Award finalist and author of American Street, which Andrea has read and said it's very good. It's better than this one. Um, so oh. Zuri Benitez has pride, Brooklyn pride, family pride, and pride in her Afro-Latino roots. But pride might not be enough to save her rapidly gentrifying neighborhood from becoming unrecognizable. When the wealthy Darcy family moves in across the street, Zuri wants nothing to do with her two teenage sons, even as her older sister Janae starts to fall for the charming Ainsley. <laughs> she especially can't um, stand the judgmental and arrogant Darius. Yeah, <laughs> and Darius are forced to find common ground. Their initial dislikes shift into an unexpected understanding. But with four wild sisters pulling her in different directions, cute boy warring, vying for her attention, and college applications hovering on the horizon, Zuri fights to find her place in Bushwick's changing landscape or lose it at all. In a timely update of Jane Austen's Pride and Prejudice, critically acclaimed author Ibiza Boy, uh, I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right, but whatever, skillfully balances cultural identity, class, and gentrification against the heady magic of first love in her vibrant reimagining of this beloved classic. And this isn't our first Pride and Prejudice retelling. We read Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. This one was much better. This one was better, but not by a lot. No, by a lot. Don't pick up Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. It was terrible. Mm, poor. I thought it was funny, but whatever. Yeah. Okay, mm -hmm. so who wants to go first? Who wants to give their thoughts before Andy starts to his fucking mind again? <coughs> I'm mad at this fire. This fake fire. But <laughs> little booties is walking. What is R rated? Make it R rated. How did we? How did we all rate it? I gave it three stars. All right. I so I don't remember if I gave it three or four. All right. So I gave it four. So you should go before me. I think I gave it four too. Um, but I probably would have given it like a three point five. So Christina goes first. Okay. So, I really enjoyed this. What? Nothing. I'm oh, okay. watching you speak. It was so intense. I, I thought I thought I said something so wrong. People do. Like, you watch the other person while they speak. You're absolutely right. I'm just crazy. Um, so, I really like this. I wish it had not been a Pride and Prejudice retelling. I feel like it would have been better had I not had those expectations kind of like set up because 
I felt that the characters, like they're all playing like their archetype, you know, Lizzie and uh, Darcy and Wickham. And so all of them are supposed to act a certain way. And then they don't, or the, their, char their character does makes a decision that is very sudden. And I didn't, I didn't, I was like, what's going on? Like, I felt like it was all, it was happening very suddenly. And I couldn't understand what, why the characters were acting a certain way or that they were acting very intensely sometimes. Like Zuri, there felt very one note for me a lot. And I, and I didn't feel like they changed at all. And What did I want to say? Um, I can't remember what else. I should have written it down. Yeah, I thought the characters being from Pride and Prejudice was confusing, and also I don't, I don't remember. Honestly, I don't remember what my beef was. That I gave it three stars. I had given it four stars, and I brought it down to three. I think I don't remember. <laughs> Blanking out completely. Okay, so I'll go next. You can go next, and if it comes back to me, but I think it was mostly the characters. Um, I. It's not my favorite ever retelling of Pride and Prejudice, um, but it's my second favorite. Oh yeah, <laughs> my first one is always going to be. <laughs> I love them so much, um, but I thought this was pretty good. I really, really enjoyed um the cultural parts of it and um all the food and all the stuff with her family um i thought that was really well done and it was really cool to see it set in like a modern um like urban setting um i think my the only reason that i didn't give it higher was because i wasn't as into the romance in this book um, I think in other retellings, I've been like, shipping them more. Whereas in this book, I wasn't, I mean, I was okay with it. But I wasn't, I don't know. I wasn't swooning when they kissed and I wasn't like, oh my God, please make up. You're destined to be together forever. Like I wasn't, I just wasn't feeling the romance part of it as much. Um, but I really liked like the context of the book a lot. And I liked what it tried to do. And I really love the author. I loved her other book. And she has a middle grade book coming out soon, which I'm really excited for, too. Um, I just, like, I mean, I, I really liked it. I just, that's why I didn't give it a higher score. Because I wasn't, the romance wasn't, wasn't quite there for me. And I don't know if it was because it was so fast. Like, the, the pacing, like Christina said, it was like, I think, in other versions, I've gotten more of a buildup. Whereas here, it was kind of like cold, 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 lukewarm. And then it was like back to cold and then sizzling hot. <laughs> I was like, what? Yeah. Um, but really, that that that's my only complaint is just I, I personally wasn't feeling the romance. If I may, now hearing you go for it, um, I guess, yeah, for me, the the whole the whole thing kind of fell flat. It felt flat to me. Mm -hmm. and I was ready to be like, ooh, and identify all how all of the parts kind of like merged together. And I found that even when that happened, I wasn't like super into it. Um, but I did appreciate the diverse characters, but the story it wasn't like... I love the, I love the just 
Side note, mm-hmm. my favorite side character in the book was the lady who owned the apartment building. Yeah. She was super cool. Um, Ros- Rosalia? Was yeah. Who did, who, who did all the all the cool, like... La Espiritista. Yeah. She was my fave. Um, she was my fave as well. I mean, I feel like we both talked about this, how we thought teens would love this. I felt like I was too old for this. Yeah, I mean, it, yeah, it might just not be, uh, we might not be the target audience. I don't know. I mean, well, like, I, yeah, I understand that, but also, like, I read a lot of YA that yeah. I don't have a problem falling into or, or shipping. So I just think in this particular case, I just wasn't super into the romance. But, and I think I, I did still give the book four stars. Um, yeah. And I'm, I'm really glad it exists. Mm-hmm. Um, and I will continue to read yeah. like everything the author publishes. I sure. would also recommend it. I wouldn't like not recommend it. I just personally wasn't like captivated by the retelling or the remix or whatever else you would say. Okay. So, what do you think, Tosh? So, um, all very good, valid points, you guys. Thank mm-hmm. you for sharing your. Thank you for, sharing, for sharing your perspectives. Um, I, I basically agree with everything that you guys have said. Uh, the reason I gave it four stars is more because spoiler alert I lived in Bushwick for two years <laughs> so um, to me the world building was very accurate it, it felt very true to the experiences that I have had in Bushwick I lived in an area that was very uh, very Puerto Rican very Dominican very Caribbean um, walking down a specific street you would see a lot of uh, flags and a lot of cultural representation and then walking a couple of blocks in another direction you did immediately see the effects of gentrification mm-hmm. so I really enjoyed the way that they used the setting like mm-hmm. the way that the writer used the setting to help give the world just a lot more depth because I did feel very uh, pulled into it because I've I've lived it specifically, so yeah, it's like I a think kind of yeah too right like <clears throat> this the the New Yorkian kind of like experience yeah, I always yeah. it and and As, to have young such a young character you know what I mean yeah um I thought that was really cute like it was it was fun to me to read about her walking with her sisters or her walking with the guys and going to the parks and um walking down the street and listening to the music and, you know, going to the bodega and picking stuff up and, and seeing the street festivals and stuff, because that is what happens. They shut down streets and have barbecues. People have the pits outside and they'll have music blasting out of their cars. And it's very, you know, when I, when I lived in that neighborhood, similarly to when I lived in Harlem, there was a very Latino specific influence that you don't get in too many other neighborhoods. Mm-hmm but there is gentrification happening. So all of these events that are being described in the book, I saw in real life. Mm -hmm. So to me, that really pushed the story into a really good and authentic uh, place. Had it been set anywhere else, (laughs) (laughs) I probably would have given it three stars because the way the characters were, were, built this either needed to be a lot more like pride and prejudice 
or not be associated not with all. Pride and Prejudice at all. It had to either like dive into it a hundred percent or not not try to be something that it's not because I felt no investment in the romance, like Andrea said. Like there there I didn't care if they got together or not. I wasn't invested in it. There was a lot more buildup of her relationship with Darius and a lot more like that made more sense to me. And even with him turning out to be like a creepy fuck boy, like yeah. like that made sense to me, but there was so much immediate antagonistic energy between her and Darcy. I'm just gonna call them by their original names because I can't wow. remember I can't remember anyone's name. So between Zizi and Darcy, there was so much immediate animosity related to stuff that couldn't change. She immediately disliked him because he came from a family of money. It didn't even, like, in the original Pride and Prejudice, she has an open mind to meeting the family, and then he's a dick. And then she hates him. And then she hates him because he gives her a reason to dislike him. He's a rude, entitled piece of shit, and so she's like, fuck you. I'm not, okay, he doesn't literally say it, but he basically says, I don't want to dance with you because you're a cow. Like, in the original, I mean. Like, in the original, he's like, uh, everyone here is trash. I'm not going to do this. <laughs> in this so, one, when they see each other, he just, like, he checks her out, and then she's like. She has stank face on. She has stank face on from the minute that she sees them because because she knows that they represent wealth. And she dislikes wealth moving into the neighborhood because it means that gentrification is coming fast and strong and she's going to lose the neighborhood identity, which I get 100%. Like, that's totally fine. But he can't change that. He can't change that his family comes from money and all the experiences that he has had as someone who comes from a family of money aren't going to be erased just because they do or don't get along. So the way it was framed just didn't make as much sense to me whenever they finally started hanging out because you kind of get from the beginning that he's into her and he thinks that she's like you get you get two combating thoughts it's her hating him because of who he is and where he comes from and her seeing him as like an enemy and then you have him outwardly being like indifferent to her and then after she's a bitch he is finds no reason to be nice to her but then eventually he's like oh yeah i've been into you from the beginning but you haven't you haven't because you barely have spoken you don't spend any time together and suddenly like i'm supposed to believe that you were actually into her this whole time like i'm not saying that doesn't happen that definitely happens irl and it happens in other books but that's not how dudes roll you know like at least in my experience with guys even if you kind of are an asshole to someone, if they're into you from the beginning, they're still going to be trying to like get in your DMs. They're not going to like completely flip on you because you go to the park. I don't, I don't know. It just, it didn't make sense to me. I didn't care. And then when, hold on, hold on. I'm going to mute over here because I'm about to get a lot of activity. Hold on. Okay. Keep talking. Meeting <laughs> on our end. Hold on. Just a Wait, are you stepping out? Oh no. <laughs> Not more than what's happening right now. <laughs> sure, take him out there. 
the dogs are getting walked. He's being swept off into the sunset. Well, no, it's dark now. Oh. Um, 100%, Tosh. 100%. Agree. Oh, no. Are you still here? Nope. Oh, no. There you are. Okay. Okay. No, I was saying 100% agree. Speaking of um, either being Pride and Prejudice 100% or not at all, um, what did you guys think about the the poetry thing? Because this is the first retelling of Pride and Prejudice that we've ever seen that's that had verse in it. So Tashai <laughs> shaking her head. I didn't I didn't like it. I did not care for this. I didn't like it. I didn't think it added anything to the story and I didn't think it was good. I liked it because I I liked it because it, it showed a little bit more to easy than than this like super strong, super aggressive, very just kind of like get out of my face, um, proud attitude. I felt that it gave her more dimension. I didn't think it was a lot, but I did like that sort. I did like that aspect of it. It came to a point where whenever I started a new thing and then I saw a poem there, I'd be like, oh, here we go. You know. <laughs> It's it's really popular in YA and yeah. middle grade right now. It's like everybody's doing it. Yeah, it I mean, a lot of poet uh, like, like I was I, like a lot of this is happening. I guess I get the intention behind it, but we're already getting it from her point of view. So it's not like we're switching perspectives throughout the story. And whenever it switches back to her perspective, it gives us a deeper glimpse into what she's feeling. We already know how angry she is at everything. Mm -hmm. So then giving me a poem about how angry she is at everything, it's just interrupting the story. Yeah. Yeah. I, what did you think about it? I just thought like, of course, everybody's doing this now. <laughs> okay, like I, right now, I would say my reading is like, 40% adult novels and 60% like YA or middle grade. Um, and I've just been seeing so much of it. I just, I just like assume now that if I pick up a novel that's like a hit novel, it's gonna, it's gonna have a verse in it. Mm -hmm. It's just, it's just the thing right now. And I mean, I, I understand if it's, um, but I thought, I thought it was more of a, um, how do you say it? Like a trendy thing? Yeah, I, I, I just saw it as more of like a, this is the trendy way that, that books are being written now. Um, I don't think it would have really made a difference. Um, like if you told me that she went to the spoken word event and did a poem about like gentrification or whatever, like I think the story like it wouldn't have affected me at all not to have read it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like telling me she wrote she wrote poetry without reading it. Like, yeah, I didn't. But I mean, I've seen reviews where people are like, "Oh my gosh, those poems really spoke to me." Mm -hmm. um, so again, I think just something about this book wasn't like a hundred percent clicking for me. Um, but I told Christina, I was like, I like I said, her other book, I, I liked a lot more. It's also YA. Mm -hmm but I liked a lot more. So I think it's just, I, I still love the way she writes and, and the story she makes. I think this book just didn't click for me like a hundred percent. And I don't think it's because it's a bad book. Oh, it's it's a little bit 
So um, I think I would have preferred it if it hadn't been interspersed throughout and instead we would have had a big reveal of her like masterpiece that she had been working on that focused on gentrification and her suffering and stuff at the spoken word event. Then it would have been like, oh wow, she really does like, you know, she does a good job, this is good. Yeah. Other than all of these random things of like, I'm walking down the street to the beat of my feet and I'm listening to sounds from the records in the car and all the white people keep showing up and shitting on everything. The bodega's $8 now. Like, that's okay. That's the clip you're going to use. <laughs> that's the sound bite. <laughs> yeah, that's really funny. Of course. Of course you could, you could, you, there's no one like you talk. Um, but, but, other okay other than i get what you mean about it not it being like flavor and it did give zz dimension <laughs> <laughs> but um but it didn't add anything like new new to yeah. what i was doing over and over and over yeah. and over and over again like yeah. okay i got it babe I got yeah it. but i didn't like hate it after a while it was just i didn't bother reading all of it. I'd read parts of it and then be like, the rolling hills. Yes, of course. Along. But yeah, I, I felt like, you know, I, I don't know, it, so you don't have experience like in the classroom teaching or whatever, but it did feel like, you know, when you have this like kid in class and they're like super excited to show you all of their like drawings or pictures or whatever, and they want to show you like every single one of them, you're like, okay, but I need to get to, okay, let's take a look. And you're just like, <laughs> wow, so much talent. I support you. I'm here for you. Great. Okay. Thanks. Let's continue. <laughs> Whatever. I've definitely had moments like that where I've already seen the entire portfolio, but like mm -hmm. more and more and more. And I'm like, Honey, I support you, but like I already, what it's already been, you've already told it to me. Right. Good. Yeah. After I class. Tell me after class. After class. Not right before. Thank you so yeah. much. Okay. Email it to me. Yeah. Email it to me. <laughs> and then I'll, you know, go kind of send it to me. Uh, I'm a bit water, but keep going. <laughs> Este, not, I, like I said, it, I liked it. I enjoyed it. But part of me is like, maybe I enjoyed it more because I already have such a great love for Pride and Prejudice that part of me is going to like every retelling of it. Nope, I didn't like the zombie one. <laughs> 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 nah, bitch. <laughs> All right, so I I can start going into questions if you guys are. Yeah, I'm ready. No, but I do agree, Tisha. I think <laughs> the fact that it was um like black, Latina, like I do think <laughs> it, it it did like predispose me to like. Like, I'm going to support this book no matter what. <laughs> Hi, doggy. I finally get to do this. Yay. <laughs> Your breath is stinky, but you're adorable. Guys, she has a hoodie. <laughs> you better lose yourself in the music. I'm ready to own it. ready for uh, that pride New York life. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. All right. <clears throat> so my first question, which we kind of already delved into, but the way I phrased it is, if we take away the framework of the story that this is derived from, is this still a compelling romance? If you didn't already associate the characters with like Darcy and Elizabeth, would you would you care? 
And do you think there was any legitimate chemistry outside of the already anticipated love story between Darcy and Elizabeth? I didn't feel like no chemistry. and no. <laughs> <laughs> Check. <laughs> no, I wasn't. I wasn't like like when they kissed. It wasn't. It wasn't like super. I w- I was more like, wait, now <laughs> is it happening now? Like, what? Where did this come from? <laughs> Um, I agree. But honestly, no and no. <laughs> Maybe had this been like had it not been had it just been like Bushwick Blues or some shit like that. <laughs> so stupid ass shit. Look, I'm not in the creative department, so a B girl in Bushwick. Yeah, whatever. So if it had been anything but but like what I expected it to be, I probably would have enjoyed it. I probably would have been like, whoa, this woke ass young adult book. Holy yeah. fuck. Kids need to know about this gentrification nonsense. Yeah. Oh, I mean, it, you know, I would have been like all about it, but because I was expecting something else. Like I wasn't expecting Lizzie to be on such a, on a, such a soapbox for so long. And that's okay. I'm not Lizzie. It's easy for, for her to be doing that. That's fine. But again, not what I was expecting to read, you know? Yeah. So I was like, oh, what is this? Shut up. Just get on with the two, two turns in the room with the, come on, you know? Yeah, yeah. And, and, uh, and it also felt like the way, that, the way that the characters were written, I got it. Like, that's the youth, right? Whatever. Um, but I didn't feel like she had a ton of chemistry with Darius as as quickly as she had clicked with Warren. Again, I know that he's supposed to be the bad guy and it's supposed to be disarming and whatnot, but I was still like, I'm Joe and Uncle Me, I bought it. Mm-hmm. Because it read very, it read like very true. And then when it turned out it wasn't, it was like, wait, what? I flipped pages. You know what I mean? Like, you know, when you flip pages, you're like, wait, when did this happen? Where yeah. was the clue? Yeah. And not to say that people can't turn on a dime, but. Mm-hmm. But I was for a second there was like, oh, is this the twist that she ends up with? <laughs> gotcha. I'm gonna I'm gonna skip forward to a different question. Um, because we started talking about mm-hmm. Warren. How do you feel they used kind of technology to play Warren's uh bad guy-ness because in the original he's trying to hook up with uh darcy's sister and that is what kind of leads him to become this whole bad guy dude and now in this version he's someone who preys on like much younger girls through the use of technology like i thought that was really realistic Mm -hmm. um because people do that all the time it just threw me off because I felt like in the original Pride and Prejudice, you like Christina said, like you you kind of have clues that this person might be kind of bad or like you don't want to root for him. But in this book, I felt like there weren't any, like he was just a great guy until all of a sudden he wasn't. Um, and again, not to say that that doesn't happen, but in terms of like getting me to root for the love interest that, author wanted me to root for um it kind of threw me off because i 
didn't like I was waiting because I knew it was Pride and Prejudice. I was waiting for the shoe to drop because I was like, okay, this guy must have done something. Mm -hmm. um, did you turn off the light? Yes. Oh, I get it. Okay. Go on. Um, I don't know. It just didn't feel. I thought. I thought what he did was really realistic. It just like kind of came out of the blue for me. No, I completely agree because. <clears throat> And that's that's why I had I had kind of issue with it because he he went from like he's a smart dude, he's working his way through school, he's like hustling, he's trying to make it work, he's so chill, blah blah blah, to like And like he treats her nice you know, at no point is he like Yeah what are you wearing tonight? You know, like Yeah. <laughs> under that, you know what I mean? Like he never makes like a sleazy comment like that to her. Yeah. Even when the sisters are like throwing themselves at him, he doesn't he's not like chasing after them or doing anything inappropriate. And then it's kind of put on her sister that she ends up at the party and she's the one dressing up in tiny shorts and putting makeup on and she's the one going to this party that she shouldn't be at and she's the one drinking and she's the one throwing herself at mm -hmm. at um what's his face and that kind of caught me off guard too because i feel like the way that the story originally framed it he was like on the low key flirting with people off screen like like you didn't know that he was sowing these seeds while he was also with Elizabeth. And then when it reveals yeah, itself, it's like, oh. In other books, they mention it. Like the younger sister will be like, ah, I'm so happy. Ah, I met someone. They wouldn't tell you who it was. Yeah, yeah. But whereas here, it wasn't, she just, it all like went down that night. Yeah, she's like, uh, you're, uh, you're, you're a piece of shit. You like revenge porned this dude's sister comes, goes home. Where's my sister? Goes on Instagram. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck? How did she even get to this party? Who let? And the fact that everyone's like, oh yeah, give her drinks. Yeah, woo. We're all like just crazy and wild. And she's fucking 13 years old. Like, all right, I understand yeah, and people. Then, and then what's her face? The other girl is like, I would have never let anything happen to her. Like, what are you accusing me of? I'm yeah. like, um, but you knew this child was in your party, like drinking and <laughs> yo. Yeah, that so, was just, it was a hard left. I was like, yeah, <laughs> whiplash. I was like, Ugh! and I also feel I don't like. Obviously, the Wickham character is predatory in the original text. It's fine, but I do. I feel like he's like, predatory. Yeah. He's predatory because he's trying to secure. A, a financial stability like yeah. like he's predatory in that he's trying to use the women to get access to their money this dude's just like yeah titties all sorts of titties any age titty <laughs> oh, no anyway that's whatever. that's i guess that's how they built him i'm not rooting for for him and i don't think that it's acceptable but she, no. no i just don't know i don't know how like it's just weird it left a bad taste in my mouth it was just weird he sucks no matter what um yeah no matter what but this yeah. was really weird <laughs> i don't know you're better <laughs> yeah uh, and then um Speaking of that weird 180 between the girl who was like trying to date Darcy but not really, 
Because that was that was so weird too. Because you're like, oh yeah, they're definitely dating. And then he's like, ha, I never date her. It's like, dude, you're driving upstate with her. You take her to your grandmother's house to dinner every other week. Like, if you're not trying to date her, then you're a piece of shit. Because you're. It's different the way that it happens in the original book, where family friends were like forced to spend time together. And it wasn't like they were dating, but everyone kind of assumed that they would eventually end up together because they spent so much time together. Here, he's like actively taking her out and doing all of the things that couples do. And then he's like, nah, I'm just going to leave you here and drive this other girl home. Like, yeah, that was a dick That was so douchey. That was a dick I was like, fuck, these kids suck. (laughs) He's like, you misread the situation. Yo, bro, I'm pretty sure she probably touched your dick at some point, even though you're not talking about it. It was just me. It, he did her dirty. It would be like if, if, like, if, like, you go somewhere with a friend, no matter, like, forget about whether that friend has a crush on you or not, but if you go somewhere with a friend and then your crush shows up, and you ditch that friend, and you're like, find your own way home, bye. Like, you're a terrible You're a terrible person. <laughs> you're, you just suck. You just fucking suck. Like, like, all the crush stuff aside, you just don't. I don't know if I don't know answer. That shit took me, forget it. We're not. I would I would have fucking slashed his tires. <laughs> I would have been like, okay, I'll find my own way home. <laughs> wow, wow, wow. Yeah. I'd be like, it's fine. Gonzalez always repays their debts. Mm. <laughs> All right. Um, I had a question about how did we feel about the way that they dealt with like the female characters in the book, specifically how Z and like the girl who was trying to hook up with Darcy suddenly are fine after that random encounter in the bathroom or like did we did we feel like they were treated in a way that was similar to the original story or was it very different in this retelling and in making it different did it did it make the story or the characters stronger somehow I think that if it's okay, I'm just gonna, yeah. just gonna, you guys take it from there because you know me, I'm gonna get lost in my own thread. But, um, I thought that the women in the in the story were strong characters that suffered from the pace of the story, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Nobody was able to, I feel, shine as like a fantastic character, except for the bodega lady who's pretty, oh, she's pretty cool. Um, and I, I did like the mom a lot in this um, in this story. Usually, right? That that's the character that everyone like loves to to hate. Yeah, because she's annoying, freaking annoying. I thought she was it's sweetie. I thought I liked both of the parents in this. I didn't. I wasn't rooting for just the dad. I was also like rooting for. I was rooting for mom and dad. Um, I did think that part of the story made a lot of sense in making it um, that sort of Latino like family. Because, like, it's true. Like, everybody's always like, when are you going to get married? When mm-hmm. are you going to get the boyfriend? Oh, I know Fulana, who's the cousin of Mangano, who would be perfect for you. Like, like I thought I he thought that. He's got a job. He owns his own <laughs> house. He just bought a new car. 
these are all conversations I've had. Yeah, I just I thought that part it felt really real. Like sometimes you know that's one of those things where it's like, oh well, modern days. Like, how are you going to translate that mom really pushing her? But like, it, it works, and like that kind of family, it really does. I liked. Uh, I did like the female characters. I don't think that they were shafted or in in, in any kind of way. I thought that they were really interesting. But again, I feel like the pace of the story mm -hmm. um, kind of shafted them a little bit uh, when it came time to like growth. Again, like this, uh, it was a very brief story. Mm -hmm. So I, that's just how I feel about it. If you're asking about the ladies, I thought that they were all pretty cool. Yeah. I just didn't talk to a lot of them or, you know, they were yeah. just very quickly and then I'm just stuck with ZZ and her poetry. And her poetry. And I'm just like, mm. yeah. Uh -huh. Even even the Charlotte character, yeah. it was like cool, but like not not enough for her there. I felt like okay, I'm really glad you got a job at the restaurant. Cool, yeah. and now you're dating this guy. All right, <laughs> okay. He also doesn't seem annoying or like irritating or like he's trying to hook up with anybody and like just kind of took the first person who said yes. Like yeah, <laughs> yeah. I I think in other versions it's been pretty consistent where like he's just bien pastoso. Like in every, in every version I've ever read, you're like, oh, this dude, just like get him away from me. But like in this version, I was like, he seems nice. He's, he's just, fine. Like he's not your type, that's fine. Yeah, but, it like, was Zizi's problem that yeah, she didn't like him. He wasn't technically a problem. Yeah, he yeah. was. She's like, he said, go home, Roger. And he's just like, all right, I'm gonna go. <laughs> and her friend's like, whatever, he seems pretty nice. She's like, whatever, he sucks. I'm like, well, he's pretty he's, nice to me. Tell me. He's so corny. He's so corny with his job. <laughs> <laughs> with his helping his grandmother with his with chores, going to the bodega, getting her milk. Fuck oh, him. Trying to make it work, trying <laughs> to also be like a part of this community, but she really looked down on him. For kind of like being himself and trying to like, do you know what I mean? I thought that was really hypocritical of her too. I didn't find that he was doing anything different than any of the other people that were there or anything she was doing. But sure. she found him insufferable. And I was like, why are you, why are you doing this? He's, I bet. He's your ally. He's on your side. Like, calm down. If he had looked like Warren, she probably wouldn't have had any issues with him. Mm -hmm. I feel like if he had been more attractive, it would have been like, I like, he's just like super passionate, blah, blah, blah. Okay, everything that he's doing, if someone less attractive did it, you would be, you would say he's like, oh, thank you. Ay, Dios mío, que le pasa? Wow. Put him in the bathroom. <laughs> okay, que más tengo? So, I said, uh, how true to the original characters were these personalities? Uh, uh. Oh, okay, thought, you, remember, did you guys watch You've Got Mail? Yes. yes. You know how they argue about like, this one's pride and this one's prejudice and then they take turns, but then they're pride and prejudice again at the end. Yes, I remember. <laughs> <laughs> I kept replaying that scene in my head as I was reading it, but mostly because I was like, who is supposed to be what in this moment? I felt like- She was both. <laughs> Because, <laughs> to be fair, I felt that she was He was a little proud, but because, but just because in, in his mind, he's like, 
I shouldn't feel bad that my family comes from money. We're not bad people. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I was like, but this one's pride and this was prejudice. And I'm like, no, she's both. I feel very strongly. Yeah. Very strongly. <laughs> and then I think I think some some characters um pretty much just filled their like Pride and Prejudice role, um, like uh, what's his face that we were just talking about, the son of the landlord. Um, like he was very clearly just there to fill the role of that character. Yeah. Um, so like some of them, but then some of them were like completely new. Like in the in the old versions, you know, we don't get, we don't really see anything of his mother. It's just like, oh, well, she died and now he's inherited this or whatever. But she doesn't really play a role. Whereas in this book, I thought she was a pretty pivotal part of like ZZ realizing what she wanted or who she was or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, so I think I, I, I would have almost preferred more characters like that, that kind of took that Pride and Prejudice and then just became their own thing. Mm -hmm. Um, cause I do think some characters just felt like they were there, like playing their role. Um, but I really enjoyed the characters that weren't. Gotcha. Good. I, I, I want to write my own retelling of Pride and Prejudice. Yo, oh, for real. I don't know if she told you to shy, but Christina said that because she picked Pride and Prejudice and Zombies and you picked Pride, that for our next anniversary, I can pick a retelling and oh. it'll be like our anniversary thing. And yeah. I said, okay, but then I'm not gonna do a Pride and Prejudice retelling. I'm gonna do a Jane Eyre one because I love Rochester and apparently Christina hates Rochester. So <laughs> I just look forward to it next year. <laughs> Isn't that like a thing? Isn't there like a very specific well-known divide and people who were like either super into Darcy or super into Rochester? I was super into both, but I was, more into Rochester. Look, we'll talk about it. <laughs> you know that that's coming exactly a year. There from is now. a divide. Gotcha. I mean, pro Chester, no Chester. <laughs> Wait, if I do this way, does it look like I'm aiming at Andrea? No. It looks like I'm aiming at Christina. Yes. Okay. Hates men who are disrespectful for no reason. And like doesn't like characters who are ever mean to the main character. <laughs> likes characters who can be redeemed. Likes characters who have a complicated backstory who eventually grow into better people. Okay, but like that's that's <laughs> well according to Christina, he never grows. He just gets burnt up, and he's like, <laughs> burnt up. Yeah. So. <laughs> What the fuck is Miss Rochester? I'm just like <laughs> we have. I have a whole year to prepare for this, but I just. <laughs> like, I'm excited to see your flow chart. <laughs> okay, <clears throat> so I guess we already said. Uh, yeah. I'm not like pro pro Darcy, or you know, because I do think that he's kind of a piece of shit that uses his money to get what he wants, even if it's his good intention. Except in Lizzie Bennet, Except where he's just the most wonderful. Oh, we need to binge watch that again. Capital. you've seen it, right? I, I finished it last month. Month before it's that. So good, right? I, I finished it this year. It was cute. I was like, huh, huh, huh. 
and then and then the thing with Lydia, and I was just like, oh my gosh, I know. Mm -hmm. And I thought that that rang really. That's always been like the the modern day scenario that I believe the most. Yeah. You know, I that it felt. I I mean, what happens in the I don't know. I was so squicky, the Warren shit. I just fucking hated it. You're just also really great at. But the but the the Lizzie Bennet Diaries thing, like countdown to like Lydia's like sex tape. I was like, I was, I was going through it. It's I horrible. Yeah, no, it's it's horrible. And then it's like that is the kind of shit that happens because there are girls who get emotionally manipulated into being these in these relationships and thinking that they have to like save the dude, and then and then it just like blows up. Meanwhile, again in this retelling, the thirteen how like. Like, like, ella necesita un chancletazo. Like, Lizzie needed to get her and, like, whoop her ass. Because it's like, you're fucking 13 years old. You're going to this house party. Like, someone could have, like, raped you and or roofied you. Like, te iba a pasar. Tú yeah, no, tú like, no conoces a nadie aquí. Like, you don't know anybody here. It happens. Like, no. I mean, listen, the one time that Mikey wanted to go to a party, I texted the mom and I was just like, hey, I just want to make sure, you know, that it's okay that she goes. It was like a family party, but I knew there was going to be a lot of teens. Mm -hmm. And I was like, that everyone's going to be supervised and whatever. And she was like, I'm not supervising. <laughs> she basically said, I'm not, su kids. <laughs> I'm not supervising anyone. And if your kid is a hoe, then don't send her. Like, that's basically what she said. And it wasn't. <laughs> Girl, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I was so I was so angry one because I was like whoa why are you caught like why are you assuming my kid is the problem and then two I was like what do you mean you're having a house party with like teens and you're not gonna be watching <laughs> like where they are that's how kids get pregnant mm. yeah god well, that's a stupid asking those questions is how you prevent your kids from getting pregnant exactly or yeah um, exactly anyway yeah so okay it happens there are unsupervised get-togethers with younger. Yes, but the uh, uh, no one at that party was like, "Why is this child here?" They were fucking nineteen, twenty-year-olds. Like, a majority of them would probably have been like, "Whose this child kid. is this?" <laughs> the kid here. Why is there a kid here, and why is she fucking hammered? Like, I don't know. Do you know what I mean? I would have beat the crap out of her. <laughs> I would have sobered her up by whooping her ass. Ugh. And then I would have videotaped it, and then I would have put that shit on Instagram, and then ruined her social life. Oh, dear. Damn. Or maybe I would have videotaped it and not posted it, and then if she tried to like act up in the future, I would have been like, This is you acting a fool. <laughs> oh, what happened the last time that you tried to do some shit without, I don't remember. <laughs> and everyone was safe. And I liked it that, I did, I do like the versions where like, Lydia is saved. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because in like the original, she's just married off to him. Yeah, exactly. Days, like, we got married and I love him. It's like, all right, well. And at least in this, it's like, okay, there's this. And now we're removing the, the problem. Yes. Throwing him I away. Agree. I agree. So I, I like that. I, I like that aspect of it. I like that. I worried that 
oh, they're just a thing now. And it's like a thing that's like, you know, we don't talk about it in La Familia. And I'm like, yeah. I don't want that. So I was glad that, again, it, there was a removal of like, child and predator were like removed from each other. <laughs> yes. Um, so I, I said that like the setting was something that I found really compelling and that made the story better to me. Did mm -hmm. you guys feel that the setting kind of helped elevate the story or do you think it kind of distracted from it? No, I enjoyed the setting. Yeah. I mean, even, I mean, I've never lived there, but I, I enjoyed it. it and, felt even, realistic. and even through her incessant bickering, <laughs> it gave ZZ something to fucking <laughs> she, had nothing, she had nothing else going for her take out the setting right so then you take out anything that she had to argue about and what did she have to talk about what was she doing complaining about her oh. sisters that's it complaining about her sisters i would have read that book yeah and even 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 if you take the setting away she has no way of really getting into college because she's never left her neighborhood she's never done anything she's never had a job she doesn't have anything to write about hmm. For college. So, I mean, I thought that the setting was very helpful. I just thought that the plot centered around that mm -hmm. made the story weaker because it didn't give her anything else to say but that. Good. Um, Thank, you. Thank you for your perspective. Also, your pineapple shirt is adorable. Last year, Marshall's baby. <laughs> we all wore, oh, if you're still around, we all yeah. wore big earrings because, like, in the book on the inside, she's got like this these super cool gold hoops. And I have a right. pair of them, but they're not here. And then I just last minute tried to find some hoops and couldn't, so whatever. But now we're wearing our own versions. Yeah, we're representing because we are all Puerto Rican and this is what we do. I'm also drinking Corona and I made beans and arepas. Yum. Yes, uh, okay. Um, so I had- um, I made pastelillos. Oh yeah, true, true, true. Oh yeah, Puerto Rican food for lunch. This was this these patelillos were vegan, but they were so good that the vegan at the vegan get together was like, "This is freaking me out, man!" It's freaking <laughs> me out. And they were really good. <laughs> yeah, he was like, he was like, "I trust you. I, I believe you that these are vegan." But <laughs> I witnessed it. I witnessed it. That's I'm, the best. I'm drinking um my nipple milk. Look, I look at this. Doesn't it, it says nipple? I mean, it's backwards right now, but it's it's supposed to be ripple, but it looks like nipple, especially when you look at it from far away. It, yeah, it looks like it says nipple, which to my <laughs> mind is definitely nipple. It's pea milk, like like pea the vegetable. <laughs> No, P-E-A, P-E-A, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but it's chocolate pea milk. No, it's not pee pee. Andrea, it's you're gonna, you're gonna, pee pee. Pee pee. Girl. Anyway, that's what I'm drinking. <laughs> I'm just having water. Now you know someone out there is gonna be like, vegans drink piss. <laughs> chocolate piss. Just chocolate. All right, so, so do you have, <laughs> did you have any more points or? Um, I put um, if if you thought that the money aspect did a good job of creating a class divide between Darcy and Elizabeth. Oh, you guys froze. Did you freeze or did I freeze? 
Are we all frozen? Are we all frozen? What's up? I can't tell. Oh no. Hello? Well, internet, if you can still see me, uh, the internet in uh, Virginia is a little shitty right now, and they are reconnecting. Just here by myself. Sparta, who's unconscious. Just drinking the Corona. <laughs> Into Yay! Look, it's a complicated process. We gotta unplug it, plug it back in, <laughs> internet, turn it back on, refresh, rejoin. You're back. Yeah. So, about the money aspect? Oh, I was, <laughs> I was asking if we thought that the way uh, money was presented if it did a good job of like strongly enough creating a class divide between the Darcy family and the Bennett family because I didn't really feel like they were like yeah they lived in a bomb ass house that I'd probably be trying to hang out in all the time but mm -hmm. other than that it's kind of like okay it well, doesn't seem like that big a deal I think so, I did think it was interesting that the, at least in the original, right, their wealth is seen as a source of power and something to be admired. Whereas in Pride, it's almost, it is a source of 
power for them too, but it's seen as having like a negative impact on the community. So it almost like brought them down a peg and made them into the bad guys, so to speak, because they were, they had money. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They were rich. Um, I thought that was interesting. The mom in the original is obsessed with getting her girl settled with one of them or any of them, or, you know, just to get into their good graces because that means security for their family. Whereas them coming into the, into the community is like, ah, interlopers, there's money here. And, you know, then we're, we won't be who we are. I did think with, it was an with- interesting choice to make them black though. As, because I mean, most of the time, you, you have like white people coming into mm-hmm. black communities mm-hmm. um, and not just bringing in the money, but like changing the kind of businesses that come in there. And, you know, so yeah. I, I did think that it was interesting um, that she made them a black family. Well, I mean, if it had been a white family, there would have been no romance, period, because yeah. you know, she would have never. <laughs> she would have never, never. <laughs> so I guess it was necessary for the Pride and Prejudice aspect of it. She just sets their lawn on fire. Fuck <laughs> 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 your family! No, no chance. No chance. <laughs> and I think it would have been a different story, too. It would have been a different story. Level the romance playing field. Because so I, no, I think because they were black, it was. Um, it's like, okay, you're changing our neighborhood, but they couldn't be like super evil bad guys because really they were just, okay, but they had money, but like, we're the same. Mm-hmm. Whereas if it had been like a white family, it's like, you don't like, you're like taking Get our- Get the fuck out of here, colonizing <laughs> bastards. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, but that made a difference <laughs> from other books that I've read. You know, yeah. usually, yeah. Yeah. usually it's that's it's a really good point. It didn't, it didn't even occur to me, honestly. I was like, oh, okay, so they're like rich black people, <laughs> like yeah, you know, yeah, you know, yeah. they're, they're the <laughs> Zizi would have just been like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's new people moving across the street. She would have written like a poet slam poem protest across the street crispy crackers across across the way neighborhood (laughs) neighborhood wide protest just throwing chancletas onto their yard (laughs) in protest Um, because it ended up almost becoming a i'm blacker than you conversation Mm-hmm. Oh, 100%. And walking around, it's like, well, you haven't been to this kind of event and you haven't been to this thing. And like, how many people who do this do you know? So it's, I don't know. It was just it was interesting. Anyway, that's yeah. a little deviation. She, she, definitely, she definitely was like, you can't just not pay respects to people in the bodega. <laughs> you have to make eye contact and like dab. Or else you're gonna get the shit kicked out of you. I don't think I've ever seen this in real life, but like, okay. <laughs> He's like, I don't know them. Why would I say hi to them? Uh, uh, oh no. Uh, uh, oh no. There we go. Okay. <laughs> We're back. We're back. We're back. We're back. Um. um. But yeah, I felt bad for him. I feel like anything he did, <laughs> she, she was no, just shitting on him. 
if he had said hi to them, she would have been like, you don't fucking know them. She doesn't say hi to them. She's like, you need to fucking respect people. <laughs> he shops at the bodega. Oh, you're slumming it. He stops, shops at the normal grocery store. You're taking money away from the local. Yeah, you don't support our community. No manera. No manera. Yeah, there really isn't. All right, my my last question was: Do you think that this is a this is a good addition to the Pride and Prejudice canon? Yeah, I think so. Just because, to my knowledge, every other Pride and Prejudice version is white, mm-hmm. for the Bollywood versions of it. Okay, but like, have I haven't heard of any of the oh. Bollywood? What I'm saying is like, watching if yeah, but like, I if I'm looking for a book to read or like a version of Pride and Prejudice to watch. I personally, and again, I I read a lot of YA. I read a lot of like, I, like I would know about it. And I have never found a version with characters of color. Um, so for me, like, I think I'm glad it exists. Representation is important. I, you know, there's teens out there who also like Pride and Prejudice and would like to have a, version mm-hmm. that represents themselves so i'm i'm glad that it exists even if again it wasn't a hundred percent match for me I, yeah and i don't expect it, anything to match up but i do my level of excitement in romance i wanted to match up and it just it didn't yeah um but i do think that it's a great i do and i think that it's i do think that teens will really enjoy this i mean you know representation matters but you know maybe people should be reading like westwood monster patrol or something if they want to i know <laughs> Westwood Monster Patrol available on Kindle on Amazon. If people want to be reading about diverse teenagers who are like, you know, reflecting like issues that you can see nowadays without um, worrying about a 13 year old ending up at a house party and um, what's going to happen if the dude had gotten away with it. But, you know, no big deal. Yeah, a link in the description. (laughs) <laughs> oh my god, stop. <laughs> that's like that's like that's like the um, that's the YouTube video version of oh my god, that guy who you think is cute is here. <laughs> who did you want to be in the book, Tosh? Who did I want to be? Yeah. Oh, um man. I definitely didn't want to be the bitch who got Ditched in upstate New York. <laughs> I would have set his fucking car on fire. <laughs> it takes a long time to get back from there. You got DC, DC to here. It was in DC, right? That's a five-hour bus trip. Yeah, we took that one time. I remember. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, who would I? Who would I want to? The do? landlord. She was the coolest one. Not Janae. What's your name? My mana, the sister? Jane, the, the older sister. Wow. No? Is that what you call? What? Janae, yeah. Jane. She was in college. She was like in Syracuse University. Um, no, I did not want to be her because she was a little pathetic. What was the name of the... Like, it's just her character, like, is always in any Pride and Prejudice retelling. It's inevitably, like, she, she loses him. She's, like, super I mean, sad I- until she gets him back. Like, yeah. it's not... It's, yeah. Yeah, I didn't want to be her. I just want to know if you guys like. I want Zizi. I want. No, I want to be the landlord. I want. I want to be money loves Mari. I just love me making money. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't get in trouble. She's like, yeah, all right. <laughs> you guys, you guys have fun. I'm gonna be over here selling some chiclets. 
<laughs> selling some Vicks Vapodo shots to people who are coming down with colds in my school. Mm. Yeah, I like the. <laughs> I honestly like the landlady. I'd forgotten about her. And I like the mom too. I don't know. I really like enjoyed. I the mean. I like the mom, but she's got so many kids. Like, you know, she oh, doesn't have time to just Yeah. I chill. Think, not that I wanted to be her, but she was like one of my faves. I was like, actually, I was it wasn't awful. So realistically though, uh, I've seen a lot of sick houses in these neighborhoods. So I would probably just want to be Darcy so I could have his sick house. It's just basically, it's not just space. It's, it's, you just need to appreciate the space it goes into the entertainment room with the TV and the pool table and the video games and all that shit. Oh, yeah. Space, right? <laughs> Talk to me when you have a savings account, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> right, there's still teens, too. Like, that made me roll my eyes a lot. All right. Thanks, Taj. Good book. Yeah, I mean, thanks. <laughs> Andrea, who recommended this book, right? <laughs> it was Christina. Don't say oh, that. Sorry. I'm sorry. I couldn't remember, remember who recommended it. Not fine. I recommended it, and Dre backed up the recommendation. I said, like, I love that author. We should. You know. It was a community pick, to be fair, but it is Tashai's pick, and she wrote questions. And so, wait, are you done with my earrings? Is that what's happening right now? I'm taking Listen, my I don't, too. I don't wear earrings very often, and so I can't wear them for too long. I'm so, like, we're about to fight. No, my ears yeah. are already getting like swollen oh. because I've worn them for too long and they're not real silver. Oh, yeah. I have to clean my earrings too. They're fake and they hurt my ears. No, it's not your fault. I just, I just, I go live on YouTube to be flayed by my best friends. That's Wait, what look how pretty these are. They are. They're like shields. Right. I like, I, you guys, by the way, you guys both have like super cute hair right now, just so you know. Yeah, it's like it's like super cute. Thanks so much. Like oh, no big deal. Night tiger. I'm sorry, I'm waiting for the library. I'm still waiting for that fucking library book. No, I'm like number twenty something of like some holes. I have the yeah. book, read it, and then I have returned it. Now I'm like number twenty three. Well, I I have to go pick it up. Um, so I'll read it quickly and then what give the it to you. Okay. Oh, it's another Reese Witherspoon book, <laughs> a book club book. <laughs> So this is your pick? Yes, and I picked it because if you have been following us for a while, you may have remembered when, <laughs> you may have remembered when we did the Ghost Bride, um, AKA Chris Falls in Love with a Dragon. <laughs> I love that book so much. It's my favorite book. Okay. This one, I don't think has any dragons, but it has some like tiger, Maybe tiger shape romance. shifting. I don't know. Ooh. Yo, I am currently number 26 of 111 holds. Hold on. I'll tell you what the, my number is. Oh, okay, okay. All right. Are we, can you really read the description of our next book? Am I ever going to get this? Uh, yeah. Okay. It's, uh, it, it's another historical romance um, with, like, maybe some folklore and stuff. I think this is kind of, like, her jam. I think all her books are going to be like this. So it says... When 11-year-old Ren's master dies, he makes one last request of his Chinese houseboy, that Ren find his severed finger lost years ago in an accident and reunite it with his body. Ren has 49 days or else his master's soul will roam the earth, unable to rest in peace. Ji Lin, or Jai Lin? 
she, I'm going to say Jilin, always wanted to be a doctor. But as a girl in 1930s Malaysia, apprentice dressmaker is more is a more suitable occupation. Secretly, though, Jilin also moonlights as a dance hall girl to help pay off her beloved mother, her beloved mother's debt. One night, Jilin's dance partner leaves her with a gruesome souvenir, a severed finger. Ew. Convinced that the finger is bad luck, Jilin enlists the help of her erstwhile stepbrother to return it to its rightful owner. As the 49 days tick down and a prowling tiger wrecks havoc on the town, Jilin and Ren's lives intertwine in ways they could have never imagined. Repulsive and lushly written, the night tiger explores colonialism and independence, ancient superstition and modern ambition, sibling rivalry and first love. Braided through with Chinese folklore and tantalizing mystery, this novel is a page turner of the highest order. Shit. So, like I told Chris when I picked it, I don't think the romance is gonna be. I mean, they're kids, <laughs> so it might be like a crush type thing, and that's it. But I just really wanted to read the book. I thought it would be cool that like this author has literally only written two books, and we've read both for book club. I think is really cool. Yeah. Well, book is after. And I mean, we all like the Ghost Bride. So thanks for the dance. Here's a here's a token of my appreciation. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> the fact that her instinct is like, I'm gonna return this. I would have flushed that shit. Yeah, that's uh. <laughs> someone like a book on a limit, or like a book on a time limit. <laughs> someone shows up 30, 39 days later. Have you seen a severed finger? Yeah. Also, that's like a really. <laughs> That's a really haunting limit. It's like, if you don't do this in 49 days, I will never have eternal peace. Like, my ghost will roam the world forever. Like, that's... Uh, oh, no, I lost you guys. No! Uh, we're so close. Oh, you're back. Okay. Very excited. Oh, well, I didn't even know I was gone. I was just like... Yeah. No, you guys froze, and I got so scared. Yeah, I was going to say, um, it sounds like a personal problem. <laughs> no, but there are... 49, 49 days. I'd be like, oh, that sucks for you. up. I'll see what I can do. I will give it a shot. All right. Well, that's going to be us, Internet. Bye. Next month for our discussion of the Night Tiger uh, and Andrea's burning questions for me and Tosh. And you guys will be wearing your gifts for an anniversary that I bought you that I need to send to you. Yeah, and you guys will be putting shit in the gift that I have been, haven't finished making. And also maybe eating chocolate buttholes. Chocolate buttholes, chocolate buttholes. It's a butthole, but it's chocolate. It's a chocolate butthole. <laughs> All right, bye, Internet. <laughs> <laughs>